All right, welcome back to the MindWorks Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Devon Livingston, Mr. Make It Happen. What's up, bro? What's, What's going, going on, on man? <laughs> I haven't seen good. you in a minute. I know it's been forever. It's That's been crazy. Chilling, chilling. Yeah, I'm man. I'm happy to be here, man. Yeah, it's, nah. It's, it's dope. Yeah. It's an amazing, it's amazing uh, platform, and it's crazy to come back full circle with you. Yeah. Because uh, we went to elementary school together. Elementary. We went to middle school together. Yeah. We were, we were in high school together, so it's, it's dope to be back full circle and it's uh, interesting that we are in similar walks of life, but wow. doing different things. So that's dope. So I always wanted to connect with you on that. So yeah, man. the best, bro. Yeah, and, and I think we're both like kind of like in similar fields because you're on the physical health side. Right. And I'm right. on the mental health side. Right. So physical and mental is always a thing. Every client that I work with, I always promote the physical as well. Like exercise is a very important thing. I don't know if you've noticed if you work with any clients that probably suffer from like depression or something because you train, right? Yeah. Personal yeah, training. Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't know if you've ever trained like an individual that was suffering from depression or like anything like that and you kind of like help them through their physical journey and that kind of like changed them in some way. Has that ever happened with you? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? You there's, talk there's, um, there's so much, yeah. there's so much overlap with the, with the physical and the mental and like it's one of the things that I've noticed. So, for me, the the physical the physicality of working out mm -hmm. it's really not uh not like you're doing it with your body, but mm -hmm. the the mental part of it like you have to really have discipline to stick to a fitness routine. Mm -hmm. You gotta push yourself to stick to a fitness routine. So all of that is really a, a mental mental state. So, but I've had clients who I've re recognized that you know they need more than just physical training. They need more than just personal training, and I've referred them out to physical therapists mm -hmm. to help them. Uh, to per, uh, yeah, to to therapists, to mental health counselors, and stuff like that, to help them get to their goals a little bit faster. And you know, mm -hmm. they they were able to come back to me after working some things out, and it was much more effective. So yeah, I'm a huge yes. advocate for for mental health as well as the physical health. That's pretty dope. Yeah, no, because like every client I work with, honestly, is like I get them all in the gym, man. I always like say like, yo, you gotta exercise. You can't be like immobile. You can't be sedentary. Absolutely. You gotta, you gotta move, you yeah, know? Yeah, like yeah, the, the yeah. Your, your depression definitely seeps into the physical. And like, like if you're not physical or moving or exercising, you're gonna suffer more. Yeah. I, I've noticed that a lot, working with clients and stuff like that. Then when they start getting into the gym, it's like, you know, a whole different person almost. It's like, therapeutic. Yeah. Like, your, your body yeah. feels better. And when you work out, your body releases endorphins. I don't know if most people know that, but yeah. your body releases endorphins, feel good hormones. So mm -hmm. I'm not a therapist, but <laughs> some of the things that I know, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, you don't got to be a therapist right, to know right, that, right. but like, you know yeah. Like, but when, once you, yeah. once you're feeling good in a state of feeling good, you're able to make better decisions, Yeah, you know? So for your health, uh, for your mental, for your mental health, for the people around you, yeah. you know, you be, you're able to eat cleaner, eat better once you're working out. So mm. it's important to move your body. Like I, I always say, movement is medicine. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I also, also say mo motion is lotion too. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, it's important to keep your mind sharp, to keep your body sharp, and mm. and uh, they, those two overlap. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. So, yeah. I mean, we got we got so hyped, we went right into it because uh, we we're super excited. But give us a little intro, like about you. Yeah. So for sure, my name, yeah, got you. My name is Devon Livingston. I'm a 15-year master trainer and coach. Um, a lot of what I do now is really about identifying habits within my clients and, and helping them reach health and fitness goals. Um, so I help busy professionals get to the health and fitness goals by simplifying health and fitness. You know, so I think there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of misinformation about fitness and and weight loss and protein and putting on muscle and things like that. So I help people simplify that mm -hmm. and make health and fitness a part of their everyday lifestyle, not just something that they do for a hobby, not just something they do for to get ready for the summertime or, or fit into a certain type of clothing or something like that, but really 
impact their lives, uh, impact their health, because that's most important. Mm-hmm. At some at some points, sooner or later, we all are going to worry about our health. Our health is going to be our number one concern. So why not invest in your health and your and your well being right now? Yeah, and I, and honestly, I think you're like the perfect person because talking about like our history, like from elementary school to middle school to high school. I remember in high school, you was on like the fitness team. You was like always working out. You yeah. were always like up on the fitness stuff. So just tell me a little bit about like how you maintain that motivation throughout all these years. Because sometimes I get scared. Like, you know, I started working out when I was like 22. Um, And sometimes I worry, like, am I ever going to go back to like not working out? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think for for me, yeah. And like you said, finding the motivation for me, the most important thing about health and fitness was, was that like, I've seen my, I come from a a Caribbean American family, right? And much, much similar to, uh, you know, Hispanic American, stuff like that, like Central Central American. American I think that 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 whole diaspora, like we, health, our food, like a lot of what we are seeing on a daily basis, and even now, now that food is more accessible than ever, you know, you can get whatever cuisine from the touch of a button from your phone. That's crazy. You know, like there's so many people, maybe in your family, and maybe in people that are watching their family, diabetic, high cholesterol. So I saw that in my own family, mm-hmm. hypertension. So that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons that really got me started. I went to I went to college for athletic training. Um, with the idea that I wanted to work with athletes, but um, through training and working at a, working at gyms, I was like, you know what? The general population needs this. My mom needs yeah. this. My mom at her heaviest weight was 324 pounds. Wow. You know, now she maintains anywhere between an 80 to 100 pound weight loss. Wow. Um, and she's doing much better. No hypertension, no high cholesterol. So I've, I've seen the effects of not taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, in my own family, so that's one of my biggest motivations. That was one of your. And motivations. now that I have, I have a seven week goal now. Ah, so yeah, I'm a congrats, newborn. Congrats, man! Thank you, thank you, congrats bro. on the, so, on the um, newborn. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate that it. one myself. Four months in the yeah. yeah, Oh, got you. Congrats, yeah, congrats, yeah, congrats. Yeah, man. <laughs> a lot the of children boy. here. Boy, 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 nice, nice. Devon yeah, Junior. Devon so, Junior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my biggest thing now is that I want to be not only there, you know, not only there, like. um you know, financially, of course, not yeah. only there to show love, but to mm-hmm. actually mold my child into the way that they should grow, yeah. you know, health-wise, mm-hmm. um, be, a, be a respectful yeah. person and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, contribute to society. So I think that health and fitness is one of those ways. Like I said, mm-hmm. if you don't feel good, you don't feel good about yourself, it's, it's a lot harder to make the right decisions. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that no matter what walk of life you're going through, mm-hmm. right? So if you're dealing with depression, if you're dealing with anxiety – it's easier to make better decisions when you feel good about yourself. That's point blank, period. You yeah. know? So yeah. if you can do that through health and fitness, health is one of the, uh, I've seen this like Instagram post, health is the most underused, underutilized antidepressant, and food is the most abused, uh, food is the most abused, uh, uh, what do you call it? Drug that there, that there is, yeah. you know? So why not? You know, it's free. All you need, all you need is a floor, like I tell my clients. All you, you need, need is a floor. A, you go outside for a walk, you know, and <laughs> feel better. True. So I think that, I think that uh, it's important that everyone get moving, get active. Nice. Um, and this is, I, I always say, like, this is, uh, this is my ministry. Like, mm. movement is medicine. But um, it's important that we all get moving and get active. Yeah. Because it, it just, it's not just for our lives, it's for the lives of our Future generations. Of course. And it's interesting that you said that about the motivation thing. So your motivation basically came from fear. Right? Yeah, like yeah, sort yeah. Of fear. For sure. So you got, sure. So you got a motive from fear to like yeah. change your lifestyle and change the lifestyle of those around you because you've noticed that like, I guess at a young age that like, you know, health was an important factor. You didn't want to lose the people that were close to you. So Absolutely. you then just went in and changed 
people's lives. And so right. what, what does that feel like for you? Because like as a therapist, I feel like I'm doing that type of work where I'm changing people's lives. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. as a personal trainer, I'm pretty sure you're doing the same exact thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like for you, like what does it feel like whenever you have like a client that like succeeded in, in their whole fitness program and their goals and stuff like that? Like what does that mean to you? Yo, and what does it, that feel? Honestly, it changes everything. Like it's totally... It, it, it makes everything come back full circle. Like it, it, it makes it worthwhile when people actually stick to their goals and, and, you know, they'll tell me, they're like, Hey, I had a, I got a text from someone the other day and this is a little different from their health and fitness goals. But like I said, it transcends all walks. Uh, one of my clients was pregnant. She had a baby. She went through a, a three hour labor and she was like, I really felt like this was a second child. Mm. She said, I really felt like from our training, I was able to think back to those heavy sets and heavy reps wow. and really push myself through this. Wow. And she was like, this, she was like, this pregnancy was easier than the first. Yeah. You know, and I'm not like, that's crazy. I, I'm oh, not man. like a midwife or anything like that, a doctor, <laughs> but I'm just training her. But she was, right. but she was able to use those same skills and techniques right. in her birth in her childbirth, you know? So mm. I think like, like I said, that, that, that for me makes everything worthwhile. Like more than just someone losing weight and like yeah. getting in shape and looking good. Like, yeah. you know, so, you know, for the summertime and things like that, more than just wow. a six pack. So you basically just like, you basically help the woman give birth. That's <laughs> it, bro. Help her give, <laughs> give her life. Like, you wasn't funny? even there. <laughs> yeah. It just happened. That's Prices awesome. went up. No, I'm Prices sorry. went up. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta yeah. raise the price. Definitely. Yeah, I always love to hear people's motivation, their will to change, mm. to do better. Yeah. And, you know, I think that one thing also, as therapists and counselors that we face, it's a consistency. Yeah. So if you can yeah. just speak on working with people and trying to keep people consistent to the to the plan or to the execution, actually even showing up yeah. to these fitness trainings and stuff. Like, how do you help people stay consistent? So I think the the first part of the first part mm -hmm. of it is definitely identifying like the pitfalls of someone. The first part is identifying, okay, cool. It's like almost doing like a SWOT analysis in businesses. What are your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats, right? So I'll, I'll get a client in. They say, for instance, hey, I want to lose weight. Like, that's the most common thing, right? I want to lose 20, 30 pounds. And someone comes to me, and they're like, and my first question to them, what's their biggest struggle? Like, why did you come to me to help you? Like, what do you – everyone knows deep down inside, like, what, what their biggest struggles are, yeah, right? Yeah. But sometimes you need a coach, you need a therapist, you need a counselor, you need somebody to identify and be like, okay – I think you should start working more on this, right? So I start identifying habits. Oh, this person eats late. This person uh, binge, binge eats on the weekend. This, per this person may drink a little bit more. This person's not active. Mm -hmm. So then from there, I can give them real tangible tools. Like, okay, cool. If your biggest, if your biggest issue is being consistent right now, all I want you to do to start right now is do a 10-minute walk a day. You know? So And that carries over. Okay, 10-minute walk a day. Sometimes the most simplest things for us to do seem so trivial. They seem like they don't move the needle, so we don't do them. So my job as a coach, as a, as a fitness expert, is like, like I said, to identify those small gaps mm -hmm. and help them and help them bridge them. So hey, you can go for a ten minute walk. Mm -hmm. Hey, you have a, a gym membership you haven't used. What time of the day is the best for you? Mm -hmm. Every time I try to go to the gym in the evening time, I'm super tired. So if this is you mm -hmm. out there, every time you try to go to the gym, you're tired in the evening. Maybe you might need to wake up 30 minutes before. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to get to the gym first thing in the morning. And it's through that you're like, okay, the first day is a little hard. The second day, you're like, oh, it was a little hard again, but I actually did it. By month three, two, uh, three months down the line, a couple weeks down the line, it becomes more. E it comes it becomes easier. Yeah. But it's that constant accountability, you know. So I think mm -hmm. that going back to your original question with the consistency, the most important thing, if you can't do it on your own, you need an accountability partner. 
You no, know, I, it's you, you need you need either a friend, you need a coworker, you need a coach, a trainer, a therapist, like somebody there that's gonna that that has done this road before, maybe or helped other people, to be like, okay, let me take your hand and get you going too. So accountability is definitely key, and I think more than anything, that's what a coach and that's what I do. Yeah, I feel like the most interesting thing that you said was like in, in some in some way you were talking about subjectivity between your clients, like you know your client who might drink or. Might, have, might go out often on the weekends. You know, these type of things, you're talking about very subjective things. And in the field of therapy, it's the same exact way. Yeah. Everything's really subjective when you think about it, like, psychologically. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of subjectivity behind people's, like, ways of being. And you have to sort of measure that and analyze it in yeah. order to be an effective coach, therapist, or a person to help that individual right. grow. So, like, you, yeah. what you said was, like, on point about, like, you know, to the, the subjectivity of people's lives really make a difference. So mm -hmm. it's, like... The answer is more like subjective to some degree on the yeah. individual. I think, and one one other thing I want to say about this topic is that mm -hmm. I feel uh, now now after after 15, 15 years of doing this, right? Fifteen years of owning my business. My business name is uh, oh yeah, yeah. Tone Fitness. I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. But what I've noticed is that there are I get some clients who come in mm -hmm. and they're gung ho. They're ready to go. I can give them the meal plan, what to do. They never fall off, right? Mm -hmm. They just needed that extra push. They needed to be shown the way, but the motivation was already inside of them, was already instilled from whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they've had this goal, um, and I typically tell people like, if you have a, if you're having trouble being motivated, you have to find a reason why. It needs to be, it needs to be unconditional. So it can't just be, I want to get fit for this vacation or this wedding or look good for this guy or this girl oh, or something like that. It, it can't. It has to be an unconditional reason why. That's beautiful. Right? It has to be unconditional. It can't change with the weather, you know. So unconditional reasons why for me now are like I want to be. I just told my wife this the other day. I want to be fit enough that when my kid gets eighteen or so, like I want to be able to out bench press them like, or, or outrun them. You know, like that's something that's that's eighteen years down the line from now. You know what kind of shape and what type of habits I need to have right now in order to do that. So in my mind, like it's unconditional for me, right? I want to be around for my grandchildren. I want to be able to have enough energy to pick him or her up, you know, yeah. things like that. So I see clients wow. that their mobility is limited, you know, as they get older because we're, we're more sedentary. We're sitting at that desk every yeah. single day. We're commuting. We're, we're Now we're in a world where it's a lot of remote work. Yeah. So we're at home, yeah, couch yeah. potatoes. Like, it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, so give yourself an unconditional reason why. And, um, you know, that will definitely help you with that consistency and, and staying motivated. Nice. All right. So tell us a little bit about the fit is the new rich. What is this about? So this is my slogan. This yeah. is my, my new campaign. Fit is a new rich. Um, everyone knows health is wealth. So I like, I, I want to change it up. Nice. Fit is a new rich fit, fit, fit. And it's not, and it's not just a, it's not just a literal term, but yeah. fitness. If you look up the word fitness, the definition of fitness means to endure. So mm. it could be mental fitness. It could be financial fitness, it could be physical fitness, you know, it could be any type of fitness, right? So fitness, fit is the ability to endure. Um, and then rich, I mean, if someone's rich, they're able to afford whatever they want, right? Yeah. So if you're rich, you're wealthy, you're able to afford what you want. So the fit ability, is the new rich. The ability to endure yeah. is the new rich. It can get you, it can, it can get you anything, whatever your goal is. So if you're willing to endure and go through things yeah. in life, no matter what the goal is, if you're willing to go through it, if you're, if you have that level of fitness, You'll be wealthy in all aspects of life. Yeah. You'll be able to, to obtain a goal. You Mentally, know what I'm maybe financially. That's it, whatever, Physically. Bro. Yeah, nice. I, one of the things I say is, like, I'm all about health, wealth, and happiness. 
Nice. You know, those are the three things that we need: health, wealth, and happiness. Nice, nice. Now that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So that's what that's what fit is the new rich. So it's new rich. Yeah, like you know, it's funny because like you also you know your name on Instagram is Mister Make It Happen, right? That's a fact. So Mister Make It Happen. It's every on the time back. the logos on the back. The logos on the back. Make it happen, baby. <laughs> so we out here. So Trademark. like with, with Mister Make It Happen, you know, it's funny because like when I when my Apple Watch be going off sometimes it says Make It Happen. <laughs> you get that message sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that make it, I, was, I was like, oh shit, that's like him. That's my boy. <laughs> D right there, right, right, right. My boy D right there. <laughs> He's like, yo, is he sending messages through Apple right now? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I was like, wait, that's a sign. I, I got to go to the gym. <laughs> right, right, right. So no, hopefully everyone sees cool. that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's what it's about, man. And um, nice, nice. I, I, you know, it's it's important. I really, I really like, I really like uh, anecdotes or sayings that get people, like when you think about Nike, it's just do it, yeah. right? Like that's powerful. Yeah. Like that's no, the, the, the thing I think that was powerful is the thing you said about like unconditional uh, reasons, unconditional why, right? Yeah, like unconditional why. Like I, I didn't really put it into that, ever put in that perspective, but I'm definitely going to use that for yeah, some of my clients. So, yeah. no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a really cool reason to like think because sometimes, a lot of times, when you think about motivation, right? Like, what is motivation? Motivation is when you got to satisfy some sort of need or tension, right? Mm. So, typically, like, when you have a need for something, like, let's say for physiological needs, right? right. Like, if you're hungry, you're going to be motivated then to go get, like, some food. Right. If you're thirsty, you're going to be motivated to go get something to drink, right? But now, switching it from the physiological to psychological needs, right? What is there that's missing in people that make them motivated to do a certain thing? Mm. And right. typically in the field of psychology, there's like these three type of main motives, which is like the motive for the need for well, three type of needs, which is a need for achievement, a need for power and a need for affiliation and intimacy. Mm, so there's like right. these three sort of needs that everyone kind of has. And I guess sometimes, you know, which which need is it that most people are satisfying when they want to go like on a fitness journey and stuff right, like that, right, right. which is interesting because then that's going to satisfy whatever need they feel like they're missing. And it, it goes back to what you said before. It's very subjective. Depends on the individual. Right. Yeah, is somebody yeah, yeah. doing this to gain more power? Like, I guess, like a typical 15, 16 year old that gets bullied in high school and whatnot. Mm, are they sure. are they finding do they have a need for power because they want to defend themselves? And need for power isn't always a bad thing. Don't look at it like it's a bad thing. Need for power could also be a good thing. Yeah. Like a need for power could also be a need to help others and things like that, but just in a more powerful way. Or maybe a need to feel more powerful for yourself. Yeah, the need yeah, to feel more yeah. powerful for yourself too. So like I think typically it's interesting when you look at it in that way because then also a need for achievement, like a need for success. What what are you trying to succeed? How are you trying to, you know, uh, utilize your motivation to succeed, to reach a goal, I guess, goal orientation. Yeah. And then I guess the need for affiliation, I mean, that could kind of seep into it a little bit. I mean, like, I guess to some degree. To I guess be a fitness. part of a club. To be yeah, a part to be a part of a, of a club, a community, scene, yep. a fitness yep. community, things yep. like that. Go to the gym with friends, so you get that affiliation yeah. there. And, so. then, and then the other affiliation is, like, Look at the percentage of people that are actually in shape and out of shape. Yeah. So now you're a part of a of a, a smaller club of people who are like actually fit. Yeah. You know, exactly. like I want to be in that yeah. club, and it's like you just look around and it's like, okay, yeah. is this person fit? Is this person not? You know, we can see it. It's really so interesting. like, what club are you in? So when it comes to like motivation, it's like interesting to talk about also like what are the needs that people want to satisfy. Mm, right. You know what I mean? Because psychologically, that plays a huge role in like fitness and yeah, like that's health heavy. And, and health and wealth and all the. Richness and stuff like that, right? I'm not gonna forget that one. So yeah, it's it's a really interesting one. And that's what like most psychologists actually study are those three needs, those three primary needs they call them in, in psychology. It's the power, the achievement, and the need for intimacy and affiliation. Wow. Which is, you know, an interesting stuff. But that's, that's motivation. Yeah. yeah. No, I like, bro, that's and I again, you see a coach to to pull those things out of you. You see a, a trainer, a coach, and stuff like that. So, you know, if anyone's still watching this podcast and thinking like, oh, do I need a trainer? Do I need a coach? Do I need a therapist? 
Like we all need those people. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Because you just like how we're talking about this right now, yeah. they're able to identify, you're able to identify something mm-hmm. that I couldn't see. Uh, you know? And the same thing and, with you, the unconditional there stuff. There you go. They, and, and, and vice versa. So yeah. I, so I think that it's important and I don't want to go over the fact that we all need help in some area. Yeah. You know, that's a nah, big one. True. So like my wife and I, we were just talking about it on our way here. Mm-hmm. My wife and I did premarital counseling mm-hmm. and now we each do, we each go to a therapist, nice. that's you know? Great. So it's, it's important and you don't have to go when anything's wrong. Yeah. Same thing. Like you don't need to go to the gym when you're, when you're, when you're not on, when you're, when you're fit or when you're unfit, everyone needs it. Exactly. It's, you know, motivation that I saw another post and it was like, motivation is like taking a shower. Like, is is good once a day, but you right. you need to do it every single day. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like you can't just pour it on today and be like, oh, I'm good. Like no, you need to re-motivate yourself every single day with that unconditional reason why. Damn, or the unconditional need. reason thing. I'm I'm that's that's gonna play. That's that's in my head now. I'm gonna be using that honestly. All right, let's get that's fire. That that's some fire <laughs> shit. Like, that's, we, I'm gonna be using. We did that. touch on it a little bit on food. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I want to see if you could give us some game on that as well because I think nutrition plays such a huge role in the overall well-being, mental, physical, spiritual, all around. And I do notice that we struggle a lot with the food part of it. Yeah, some of us, mm, yeah, you know, yeah. do some binging. Some of us have some maladaptive coping skills. Mm, right, that comes from just gratifying sugars and all these stuff. I guess my first question is: if one of them that's actualized, what percent do you think is nutrition? What percent do you think is exercise? And also, how do you help folks who are struggling with the nutrition part of things? That's a great mm-hmm. question. It's 100% nutrition. Like, gotcha. fitness is getting a, hitting a health and fitness goal is 100% nutrition. That's the first time I hear 100 Because Because you're not going to work out every day, gotcha. but you're going to eat every single day of your life. Gotcha. Right? So yeah. you should be eating in a way that's conducive to the goal that you're trying to achieve. Or the body that you're trying to have, yeah. you know, or the feeling that you want to feel. You get what I'm saying? Like, we all had that feeling during Thanksgiving. You eat too much. You got the itis. You right. know what I'm saying? You're tired. You drink too much. And now your body's feeling a certain way. You eat the wrong thing. And next thing you know, like, you're on the bath. You're in the toilet. You're in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? We've yeah. all had that feeling. Like, let's be yeah. real. Yeah, you know, you put it to your body. Be makes transparent, a big right? So yeah. you want to feel, feel good 100% of the time. Because when you feel good, again, you're able to put more energy into your workouts. You get what I'm saying? You're able to like think think better. You're able to make make better decisions. So it's 100% nutrition. Like, and I'm not gonna say that. Of course, it's a, it's about having balance. That's one word that I, I re- rarely use. By the way, balance. 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 I use that a lot. Actually. I hate the <laughs> word. Hate the word I hate the word balance when it comes to food. <laughs> no, to food. Oh, I hate okay, when okay. it comes to food because people yeah, like yeah. balance. And yeah. the reason why, or when people are trying to achieve a fitness goal, the reason why, yes, yes, you can have balance. The reason why I don't like it is because I feel like it's a way for people to fall back on their poor habits. And Mm. so, like, let's say I'll take something that's really literal, really, really tangible. Mm. If someone that you knew or yourself was had a bank account in the negative or had a very low balance on your bank account, you know, you have bills coming up. Would you go out and splurge? No, you wouldn't. Right. So the same way as if you had a health and fitness goal. Why would you every weekend or why, why would you before you start like, I'm going to go out and binge eat? Like, yeah. it's not balanced. Right. You, you right. haven't reached a level to where you're comfortable enough to go off yet. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I get clients that are like, well, when can I have a cheat day? Not right now. <laughs> you, you didn't get to the point where, yeah, like you yeah, said, yeah, yeah, those yeah. maladaptive like habits and things like that. You haven't mm-hmm. got to a point where, because for some people it's like triggers. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't keep snacks in my house because 
Yeah. I'll run through all the snacks. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't keep them in my house. The you only know? snack I keep is popcorn. And that, I don't even know. Yeah, popcorn. it's got to be light. It's got to be light. <laughs> I you don't know, know if that's good. So but, I mean, but if you know your, yeah. but if you know, if you know that everyone knows their triggers and everyone knows how much of something they can handle, right? Yeah. Right. So for the most part, you yeah. know, there there are some. There are people who do have, and I identify this as well. Yeah. There are people who do have food addictions. Food addiction is a real thing. Mm-hmm. So for those people, you go see Andre. Right? <laughs> you go see Andre. No, but but seriously, but for those of you that know, like, I feel like if you're if you're mindful enough to be like, oh, I want to go have this food, or what about cheat days? It's like right. we didn't get to that point yet. And if you do want a cheat day, give me give me ten straight consecutive days of clean eating. You know, mm. or if you're going to have that cheat meal or something like that, I need you to follow it up immediately with another healthy meal. Or if you're going to have that drink when you go out, mm. I need you to put water in between it. So this way you don't go down a downward slope and you're not feeling good afterwards. And that one drink or that cheat meal turns into a cheat week. Gotcha. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. It's like, so it's I, like you're basically at the same time in some way teaching like some discipline. Discipline, on, right. On it nutrition. has to be. It has, it has to, to that, be. You have to be disciplined. Otherwise, you'll run wild. Like, yeah. You know? don't, don't fall into the old habits. No, yeah, don't. So, I think it, cheating, so it's yeah. a hundred. It's the 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 workout, the, the fitness plan. It's 100% the food. It's 100% the food. Because then you'll feel better. And then you can go to work out three days, four days, five days a week That's for true. 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. Like, we don't need to work out like... So for those of you out there following Fitfluencers, right, and you think you need to be in a gym six, seven days, you do not. If you're just starting out, you do not need to be in a gym every single day. Mm. I think it's also that unrealistic expectation, mm. that unrealistic, uh, I need to be in a gym five days a week, yeah. and you're just starting out. Like, you haven't proved to yourself that you can go one day consi- right. consistently mm. in a week during the week. Right. So why would you think that you can go five days a week? Mm. You know? That's like, interesting, yeah. Like, uh, like, what do you call it? The, the New Year's resolutions. That's why that's by a, that's why by February most people stop going to the gym. Yo, for real. Because they give My themselves nice and empty they give now. themselves unrealistic expectations. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon as January first starts, I'm going yeah, Monday yeah, through yeah. Sunday. <laughs> Monday <laughs> comes, you didn't go, and it's like, oh man, not, now you can never hit that goal of Monday through Sunday because you yeah. already missed one day. Exactly. So one of the things I tell people about fitness, as far as keeping consistent and mm-hmm. keeping you going, is instead of and everyone has to understand their trigger. So. So this is about me giving people different tools and tips they can use. Subjectively. Right. Mm-hmm. So instead of you saying, hey, I'm going to go Monday through Thursday, right, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, instead of putting in a day on it, just say I'm going to go three days out the week. Mm-hmm. Even if you miss the first four days, you can still hit your goal. It like has like a cognitive effect. Right, kind of like, right, right. Like, yeah. You know, so it, it makes, it plays a huge role. So that's mm-hmm. why I said there's so much overlap between the physical fitness part yeah. and the mental. What about like, you know, because like for myself, as you're speaking with the nutrition stuff, like myself, like, you know, you know me, I was like a twig, like back in like middle school. Yo, high this school. guy right here. I used to be was, like a twig. Yo, like <laughs> this is muscles. Me. I'm like, yeah. wow, this guy is leaning out. Check him out. But like, like. It's partially yeah. the shirt too, but. It's partially the shirt, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like squeezing my arms. But like, nah, but um, like for somebody like me who's like really skinny, right? Like, and yeah. I, my goal when I first started was to actually gain weight. Yeah. So yeah. I was actually like eating as much as possible and going to the gym like crazy because that was my goal. I wanted to just gain weight like and i did it you know what i mean like i, I did eat a lot yeah, like, yeah. Should, i probably shouldn't have been eating of course like, maybe yeah, you're right. right like i would eat like pizza burgers like anything just to fatten me up a little right, bit right, right. i had no fat on my on my body no fat at right. all it was just skin and bones right. so for me i had to build up like you know some sort of like fat at least to turn into muscle got it got so it. i don't know if like that's anything like like is there is it, like once again it goes back to the subjectivity thing yeah like, like it can depend on uh, i guess the individual themselves and what their goals are mm-hmm. but i guess like i don't know like would it be 
Like, what would you tell someone who comes to you that's like a hundred, like a like a twenty year old who's like one hundred and twenty pounds and is like, "Hey, I, I need to get big. What do right. I? Right, I want to put on muscle. Yeah, I right. want to put on so, muscle. Like, what would what would you tell someone like that? I would tell them you still need to be eating health promoting foods, health and promoting, I I don't yeah. like to say good like or not bad processed foods. Food. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, po- yeah. Definitely not processed yeah. foods. I mean, we all know that's not gonna not yeah. gonna make us feel feel better. You, you, it's not it's not healthy, yeah. right? So I would say health promoting foods, right? Health so yeah. of course you got like. Root vegetables, you got sweet potatoes, you got mm-hmm. brown rice, you got white rice, you got beans, mm-hmm. uh, you got all your lean meats and lean proteins. Of course, you don't want to fry anything. Yeah, no So frying. better cooking methods, yeah. that's that's super important. Bra- baking your food, sauteing it, grilling it lightly to where it's like not overly mm-hmm. charred. Now there's air fryers. Yeah. You got what I'm saying? Yeah. So get the stainless steel one, not the one with the coating <laughs> on it. So there's so much stuff. There's like, so many gonna, things. Yeah, yeah, let's not go down a rabbit hole, yeah. but... <laughs> Better cooking methods. Yeah. Um, definitely tons of veggies. Yeah, I wish I wish I I wish I listened Drink to Drink water. I wish I, I like met you back then when I started my fitness journey because like I was eating all this fried Eat. food, all this nasty yeah. stuff. And like now I'm borderline high cholesterol. Oh, got it. Wow. And okay. like I'm I'm skin, I'm like I'm not even I'm, yeah. I'm like slim. So, so, like, yeah. so I'm glad you bring that up. Yeah. I'm glad you bring that up, man. And I appreciate I, I applaud your transparency, being vulnerable and everything, doing yeah. that right now. Because yeah. um and there's a story I want to share too with everyone, but mm-hmm. That is that is important because yeah. we don't we don't see health. We yeah. think we do, but we don't. Yeah. You can't see someone's blood workup. You can't yeah. see someone's high cholesterol. Like I can't look at someone and be like, oh, their A1C is high, unless it's mm. all the way to the point where it's starting to physically show, yeah. right? So like the black ring, the black lines right here. So there are some physical yeah. signs that do start to show up, mm. you know. But you can't see someone's hypertension. You get what I'm saying? You can't see someone's blood pressure and it's like 140 over 100 or something like that. Do you ever do that with clients? Like get their medical stuff? So I typically ask them to just just have it. Have they been cleared and things like that? So I'm not a medical doctor. Yeah, same here. So I just want to see it to see where where they're at. Exactly. You always got to check the medical stuff. Right, right, right. So so going back to what you said with the processed foods, it... It can help you get a lot of calories in, yeah. but also you want to pad it with the healthier foods too. You want to yeah. make sure you're flushing your system, drinking enough water. So I would have been like, Andre, get enough rest, lift as heavy as you can, yeah. drink all the water. Um, <laughs> may, you might want to get a protein shake just to put the extra one in there. Or even though I, I heard you didn't do the protein shake, yeah, but, I know, I know. but the protein <laughs> shake after your meals yeah. and like, uh, if the food doesn't come from the ground the way you eat it, then you probably shouldn't. Mm. That's my new thing. So yeah. I've been, I've also been on a plant based. I've been eating plant based and vegan for the past four years. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So we'll talk about that a little bit too. Yeah. So but, vegan, um, yeah. I've been doing that. Hey, easy. Hey, hey, easy. Hey, the vegan. <laughs> so, vegan, so, <laughs> so, um, and the reason, the reason being for that was mm. that when I was in my twenties, in my yeah. early twenties, I actually had a kidney stone. Oh, yeah, for like man. a week long, I was taking. I was taking pre-workout. Mm. I was eating like like the Sarku Japan. Like, oh yeah, this is healthy. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Sarku Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating like the 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 grilled the um you know like the teriyaki chicken, just a lot of it. Yeah, um, oil. I was I was a, I was training at a training at a at a gym in uh, in Jamaica Queens, and around there was a lot of. A lot of like Caribbean food, Caribbean, yeah. yeah, like heavy on the Caribbean yeah, food. You already yeah, know yeah. The, the, the very we all eat similar food, right? Yeah, a lot of plantain, a lot of like rice, a Maduro. lot of chicken, right? See, Grandules, all of that, like everything. So I was eating eating a lot of that, not really focused on the water intake, do, drinking a pre workout, um, and I had like this really bad, severe like lower back pain, mm-hmm. right? Um, after a week or so of having that, I went to use the bathroom one day, went to go pee, and something came out that looked like a, a rice grain. Oh, and I was like, bro, dang. like, 
You just shot that shit Yo, out. Yo, it was <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. And I have no problem telling people this. Like, yeah, listen, if saying. something feels wrong with your body, go get it checked out. Men, yeah, go get it checked out. We'll yeah. save that for June. But we'll, <laughs> we'll, say, we'll save that. But men, yeah. go get checked out. That's so, crazy. And I was like, of course, again, mm-hmm. pride, ego, thinking about like, oh, yeah, I'll be all right. But knowing mm-hmm. the little bit I knew, I was like, wow, this feels like a kidney pain or something like that. Yeah. So from then, I was like, nah, stop taking the pre-workout, mm-hmm. which also had me feeling like when I, when I didn't take pre-workout, I didn't feel like working out. So I was like, damn, why would I w- want to get dependent on a substance yeah, yeah, like yeah. that? You know, like what if they ever had a shortage of free workout? I would never want to work out. <laughs> That's so crazy. I, I, like I that. got yeah. that out of my diet, started yeah, drinking nice. more water, started making small changes, like yeah. a little bit cleaner eating. Now I'm certified. I, I have a, a holistic nutrition certification. So not all my clients are, are plant-based or vegan. Do I think everyone needs to go vegan? No, I did it mm-hmm. because I wanted to see what my body would feel like if I did go to the other end of the And then that goes into the question. How does your body feel like being Bro, vegan? I feel great. I feel yeah. amazing. What Much more energy. My body recovers mm-hmm. faster and things like that. But also for me, I've been, in this, I've been on the other side mm-hmm. where I've done like bodybuilding and things like that. This is where they insert the little picture right now of me like, <laughs> at 220. You know what I'm saying? And I was like yeah. eating dairy, taking whey, doing whey protein instead. Mm-hmm. But I had really bad allergies. If I, my skin broke out. Oh. I felt bloated and always. So then someone was like, well, have you ever tried like plant-based protein before? And I was like, what is that? And they were like, oh, it's come from, uh, you know, like um, it comes from hemp. Yeah. It comes from like pumpkin seeds, things like I that. Use, I use plant based. So I tried. I that. tried it, and I and the bloating went away. Yeah, yeah. I was still I was still strong, still eating meat and things like that. Mm-hmm. So okay, that's one of the transitions. Started feeling better. All right, my acne cleared up. Like my mm-hmm. skin has like been the most clear it's ever been in my mm-hmm. adult life nice. since like eating plant based. Nice. So then you know, as again subjectivity, um, learning more things about nutrition, mm-hmm. getting more clients that were eating plant based. I wanted to put myself to the test and put me put myself in the fire and just see. What would happen if I went completely vegan? Let's try 30 days. Yeah. You know, my wife and I, we, did a, we, we had a meal prep service. Mm-hmm. We would make some plant-based meals as well, as, as long as, like, non-vegan meals, too. Nice. And some nights, we only had, like, plant-based meals. So we tried it out. I started feeling a whole lot better. Oh, some wow. of my clients who wanted to, like, lose weight fast, I would put them on a detox. And it was, like, no meat, no dairy. You could, you could have, like, eggs, but it was, like, no cheese, no meat. And they would lose seven pounds in a week. So I'm like, if this is, if this is what happens when you detox your body... Imagine what happens when you retox your body by putting it back oh, in. Shit. So for me, it was like yeah. it was like that cognitive dissonance. Mm, you know, cognitive what I'm saying? dissonance. Like, like, yeah, like mm, like, rem- like I had to remove myself from like my belief about food. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah. and just go off of how I felt with it. Like it's okay. like it's like like uh like when somebody smokes cigarettes, knowing that's bad for them, but they still smoke cigarettes. Right. It's like you're eating all this bad food, knowing it's bad for you, but like you wanted to test yourself and like get yeah. out of that habit. and just see how I see felt. How so felt. for me, so you like I battled said, cognitive dissonance. Yeah. So like I, I started feeling better. I started yeah. feeling better. Um, like I said, skin cleared up, feeling more energized, waking up earlier, like mm-hmm. waking up with no problem, without alarm, feeling less groggy, mm-hmm. less brain fog, because that all has an effect on. On what we eat, I gotta and try that because, like, lately yeah. I've been feeling like I gotta take a nap by like 1 p.m. I gotta yeah. sleep for like 30 minutes and then get back to work. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna say that. Like, I'm like ready to go all the time. I don't drink any coffee. No coffee. I don't drink any coffee. No I might coffee. have like a little green tea or something like yeah. that, but no like added, no added stimulants or anything like yeah. that. For me, like, it just doesn't make me feel better, and I don't want to go back to having like the jitters. Yeah, because I'm always thinking about that kid, that 21 year old who was lifting like super heavy, and I had that kidney stone or something like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, how could I be a face of health? Or telling people about health and wellness, and I'm feeling sick. Yeah. Now my blood pressure has been the lowest it's ever been in like in my life. My blood pressure is like 109 over 58. Nice. 120 way. over 80 is like mm-hmm. the normal. You get what I'm saying? Nice. So, and that's just changing the food that I eat. 
So now I can be way, way more effective Damn, in bro. the drip. You make yeah. me want to change the way my diet. Bro, too, like, man. listen. And look, listen. Yo, so right now, right now we're this. doing a 45-day challenge, yeah. right? I'm doing a 45-day challenge with with uh, with some clients and with some people online. Mm-hmm. I, I encourage everyone to, to, to do it. If you want to do your own 30-day challenge, you can. Mm-hmm. And there's four, there's, four, there's four requirements of things you need to do. It's at least read five pages a day. It's about mm-hmm. habit, building habits. At least read five pages a day. I'm not a big reader, so for me, that was already a stretch. My wife and I started doing this. Yeah. It's walk one mile a day. That could be on a treadmill, or do one mile one mile a day. Mm-hmm. That could be on the treadmill, on a recumbent bike, on a Peloton. Yeah. It could be outside walking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's drink 100 ounces of water a day. 100 drink 100 ounces of water a day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's number three. And then at least a 30-minute workout per day. That could be at home, in the gym. So you do those four things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no processed foods, no added sugar, um, and no alcohol. Those are Jeez. three things you can't do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the reason for doing this, one, to build habit, mm-hmm. but two, after that 30-day period, after two, in the first three days, it's going to be terrible. Yeah. In the first three days, if you drink and all those things, mm-hmm. you're going to feel like, oh, my God, I can't get through it. But yeah. once that withdrawal process, that, that, that. that period, you're going to feel so much better. And, yeah. like, I, don't, I, I would say that 90%, like, I don't know what the statistics are, but most people are not going to want to give up that feeling. So from there, yeah, you make your you make your different switches and things like that. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, slowly but surely I started feeling better and that's what made me want to make that change. So more veggies, nice. more water, nice. get more rest. Yeah. Those are like the that's the foundation. You did mention also alcohol. We kind of threw that in yeah. there a couple of times. I wonder if you give us some more information because that's something I struggle with a little bit. I'm not a big drinker. Got it. But when I drink, I drink. So it's like Memorial Day weekend, you know, it's coming yeah, up. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend. And it's like, at this age, I'm just turned 34. Oh, congrats, I don't, right? Uh, thank you. I don't process it the same. Right, you know what I'm right. Saying? So before it was like, all right, one day hangover, feeling slouchy, but I'll be back the day after that. Now it's like, bro, like I need like two, three days. Yeah. I feel like the gains go down, <laughs> you know, like everything Can't just kind of just, gains. it really slumps. Yeah, um, yeah. If you could talk to us about alcohol use and also cannabis use, because that's something in our culture yeah. that we see a lot too, that a lot of people struggle I, with. So mm. for so for me, and the the one thing that I tell all people do do your research. Do your research. There's so much information out there. If you're not sure how to decipher the research, find someone that's reputable. Hit me up. Find an expert. Find yeah. a trainer. Find a nutritionist. A dietitian. Mm-hmm. Like go to your doctor. Ask them about these things. See what your blood workup workup is. Um, but do your research. You're 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 the best. You're the best doctor when it comes to how you're feeling. So you know what is gonna make you feel feel good from what it from what doesn't. But alcohol definitely robs your muscles of energy. Yeah, and it robs your spirit. That's why they call it spirits. Oh. Wow, he went deep. He's went deep. It robs your spirit, bro. Wow. It makes you a totally different person. Yeah, no, that's a yeah. fact. That's so a fact. yeah, but if you are if you are gonna have a drink, because again, it's 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 a spectrum, right? You it's like a it's, drink. If, if you haven't seen a, a drink, if you're going to drink, a drink. If you're gonna drink before a holiday, yeah. right now we're recording this before Memorial Day weekend. Right. Yeah. I would recommend that if you have a drink, drink water in between. If you have a drink, drink water yeah. in between. Instead of doing like the mixed. Fruity, like Ooh, the like the sugar? big drinks uh. with the with the extra shot on top, like yeah. the Texas size drinks, yeah. like you know what I'm saying, the Dallas BBQ, oh, the Dallas barbecue yeah, oh, shit. Chill out, oh, chill out. Nah, that's a hangover. You know what I'm saying? Day, instead, of, instead, of, instead of doing those, straight shots. Do something like look, straight shots, right? Devon <laughs> said straight shots. I said less. Yo, drink straight. Yo, Devon said straight shots and water. 
So that's what we drinking this right. whole weekend. Tito's and lime. Tito's and lime. Tito's, Tito's zero carbs. Tito's and water. That's all we drinking. And a little a splash of salsa, right? You know what I'm saying? But drink, put the water in between there. And yeah, uh, yeah set a limit before you go out. I tell my clients, like, hey, yeah. if you have a specific goal, if your goal is just to wake up on time for work, right? Like, yeah. and not feel sluggish. If you know three is your limit, let's go two. Go two. Drink a, drink water before you go out. Drink something between. I know there's also the social aspect of it. Yeah. And you can touch, touch oh. on that. Like, no one has to yeah. know what you're drinking. Maybe it's just, maybe yeah. it's just some salsa and some cranberry. And like, this way you don't... This way you don't have to feel out of that affiliation. That, yeah. That feel no, like- it goes back to like the cognitive belief too. Like every time I work with clients that want to like stop drinking and stuff, it's like, okay, I, I do like, I ask the reason why. Like what is your need to stop drinking? What is right. your motive? What, what is your motivation to stop? Because that's really the thing that's going to propel you. And sometimes, most of the time, it's like, oh, well, my partner is telling me to like right. stop drinking because she's noticing or he's noticing that it's like becoming like a problem and things like that. So typically, it's like the need to, you know, for affiliation to some degree, it's like what's motivating people to do that. Mm-hmm. I think like, I don't know, it's like, it's very interesting. Like a lot of times I've worked with clients about it. I talk to them specifically about what they drink, how often they're drinking, how can they control it, things like that. And once again, it's just very subjective to each individual. Yeah. Yeah. Every individual has a sense of impulse, a different sense of impulse. Every individual individual has like a sense uh, a greater sense of control i think the personality trait that really goes into like if you as an individual are more likely to stop drinking is conscientiousness like like your personality trait of conscientiousness how conscientious you are as an individual the more of that that you have the more likely you're not going to drink as often because the more conscientious you are you are more mindful of your health you're more mindful of your well-being. You're more mindful of the things that are going on around you. So I help people sort of emphasize that part of their personalities to help them stop drinking. And I've actually had a lot of success doing that with nice. a lot of clients, which is actually the coolest part. Yeah, like it's yeah, like absolutely. very rewarding. Like, yeah, I, I'm, it's crazy, man. Like I've really changed a lot of people's like lives and ways of looking at things. That's what's just, up. Just talking to them about perception, cognition, beliefs, all these type of ideas are things that. Or, or ways of seeing things could help an individual stop their drinking habits. Yeah. Just habits in general and build habits. And absolutely. And so uh, if you need any help, come come to my class Saturday and Sunday mornings. This way gotcha. you don't have to drink Friday and Saturday night. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I, was, I was telling See what I did there? See I, what I, I did there? Yeah. I was telling him I saw online that you posted some shit about uh, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. or some shit. Yeah, come new, see me. Let's spot. do it. And I was like, tell him, like, yo, bro, we should go and like record it or some shit. And yeah. add it into like the, the podcast. Like, there you go, right? You know what I mean? It was like a whole thing, you know? You don't want to be the dude at the gym that can't lift. Like, <laughs> like bro, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if we go to the gym, you can't spot me while I'm trying to bench. I'm like, well, I have a problem, right. Kevin. but um yeah so So definitely yeah so with all the gym stuff i also wanted to just talk about the topic of like fatherhood i I know like you just became a dad like you know you just had your son and stuff like that so i wanted to ask like how do you sort of manage being a father and also like all this dieting and working out and stuff like that because for me oh man it's hard for me to like maintain days in the gym because i have to take care of the baby i gotta do this so how do you how do you work around that? How do you do that? How do you like maintain uh, uh, your fitness schedule and also with the baby? Like, how do you do it? So I mean, so the first thing, shout out to my wife. First yeah, off, and shout out to yeah, shout, shout out to, to my wife, my wife because, too, because like that's yeah, that's shout crazy. out to the shout out to the wives, yeah, man, because yeah. the moms, because you guys definitely hold it down for us. So I I, I wouldn't be able to have a schedule or routine. If someone wasn't watching the baby at the time. Exactly. Otherwise, I have to bring the baby to the gym. So shout out to you, babe. Love you. Uh, um, very sweet. Very uh, sweet. <laughs> um, so that's the first thing. Okay. Having, having a schedule. Having a schedule. Um, going back to therapy and things like that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. discussing with my wife. Like, okay, this is our gym time. You know, mm. so having a schedule. She has a schedule as well. Mm. So I know that 
I know that she needs to work out as well to be the best mom that she can be, the best wife for me, um, to right. us. So we have so, we have that first. So, so in a way, prioritizing prioritize, the schedule between absolutely. one another and working with one another. Absolutely. Okay. So yeah. even I mean, if anyone's single out there, prioritizing the schedule however you can. Yeah. So maybe when baby is asleep, if you if you can't get out, you don't have the luxury of having someone else to watch the baby at the time. Yeah. Can I do a thirty minute workout? I always tell people, if there's nothing else. Do the best you can with what you have where you are right now. Do the best you can with what you have where you are right now. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to eating healthy food choices, mm-hmm. oh, oh, but by my by my job, um, all I could have was pizza, mm-hmm. all I could have was Chinese, or there was a Chipotle. Okay, mm-hmm. Chipotle seems like a healthy option if you had the salad from there. Maybe you had the burrito, maybe you had a little bit of rice, mm-hmm. you had the chicken or whatever, like... It might be a little bit more expensive than something else. It's a, it's more expensive on the front end, but it's going to save you more money on your health on the back end, right? Mm-hmm. So do the best you can. Right. So you do the best you can. Again, prioritizing your health. Yeah. So same thing with the workout. Mm-hmm. I can't get to Devon's class, or I can't maybe afford a trainer or a coach, or I can't get to the gym. Yeah. Um, but everyone has a floor at home. A 30-minute workout. Uh, everyone has a true. You're everyone right. has a floor. Right. Yeah. True. Bro, like let's do some, we can do some dips right now. Like, no, but seriously, you know, you could drop drop down yeah. and do like a 30-minute workout. Like we have all of these resources. I yeah. think people lack a sense of resourcefulness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So because 30, of probably laziness or yeah, whatever. Or, or, yeah, or or again, sometimes we feel like the the smallest things don't shift the needle enough. Right, so we want to do that hour workout where we're sweating and it's super intense. Yeah. But thirty minutes a day, staying active, getting up and walking, um, doing some body weight exercises, stretching, mm. yoga. There's so many things that are like on TV now, yeah. like different apps that we can tap into. Yeah. We can watch things on like do, on the, on the work, phone. Work out with it. Right there, yeah. you go. Push up, squats. Yeah. Like there's so many exercises you can do without without needing equipment. Right from your own home, right? Yeah. All you need is a, literally all you need is a floor. So good, good answer, yeah. When you when you prioritize um, those things, like those mm. thirty minutes, and get into it, now I'm at the point where I'm in such a routine. I don't feel good if I don't work out. Yeah, I hate like that's, now. Now I'm in, I'm at, I'm at that point in my life where yeah. like you know, and my wife says the same thing. <laughs> Not only does my wife like like me to look a certain way, but I'm just <laughs> I'm more calm when I do my my hour hour and a half in the gym. Maybe my yeah. my, my gym sessions aren't as long now. And, and mm. another really important thing mm. is sometimes we need to adjust our goals for the stage of our life that we're in. There you go. Really, really important. Yeah. Sometimes we need to adjust our goals. Sometimes we got to know when to, I, I use the analogy of, of like a highway, mm. right? So you got different lanes. Sometimes mm. it's, sometimes it's a time just to stay in your lane and, and just coast. Sometimes you got to know when to get out that lane and pass the next person and speed up. Sometimes we got to know when to slow down. As well, sometimes you got to know when to slow down. There's caution up ahead. There's something going on. Right mm-hmm. now, I'm at a time where uh, we have a one, we have a a, a one year old puppy. We have a seven week year old, a seven yeah. week uh, newborn. My wife's at home, so I'm I'm working with her. We're, we're making sure that my wife is feeling well and not going through like that fourth trimester, that postpartum that yeah. people don't talk about. You know things like that. So I can't spend two and a half hours at the gym. Yeah. If I want to go like compete and do a, uh, you know, Same a, here. if I wanted to compete and do like a, a, a physique competition, something like that, now is really not the time, time for me to do time, that. Yeah. Right. Now is not the time for me. So it's knowing. just about knowing when, knowing what setting realistic expectations for yourself, mm. knowing what I can do right now with the time that I have. So for me, now my, my, my workouts are about maintenance. It's yeah. about feeling. Yeah, me it's too. About, like, like right. I, I don't like when I, when I used to always go to the gym, I would always like do he- go heavy, but right. now I'm just going like, just going to yeah, like, like doing lighter weights and this stuff. Is, like this that. is this is good. Like 
like you still need therapy. You still need to talk to a therapist, right? <laughs> you still need to unpack some stuff, right? But going to the gym is therapeutic. Yes, it is. Yo, and I, it makes you feel good. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't gone to the gym for like a month recently. And like I just went like yesterday because I knew we was going to meet up. So I had to go to a little... little Got a little pump <laughs> but basically, in. like, I, I went back and like I just felt like so much better afterwards. I'm like, yo, yeah. I, I had to do this. Like, I needed this. And yeah. like, now I go back. I know myself. I go back into it. Like, I always. Sometimes I have like a month off where I don't go. I just have like a month off. But then once I get back into it, I'm back in it. Like my, I'm ready to go. Right. <laughs> That's just me. That's how I work. Plan, yeah. Just like this is the same way you plan your meals. Is the same way you 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 plan a schedule things like yeah. that. You you forecast. I, I I work with a lot of clients who are. Busy professionals and they have like a very demanding job. Yeah, like I have my, very my daughter schedule. was just yeah. born. I have the this whole business I'm running. So like for me, it's like the difficult. podcast is the going. The podcast right is now. going. Like I'm doing a lot of adjunct, shit. adjunct teaching. I'm doing yeah. so much shit, man. So like I learned like the gym. I like that's why I was off for a month because it was also like the finals. I had to create the finals. I had to do the grading. Yeah. I had to do all that stuff. So like I just had a lot going on and I, I couldn't like I know it was like an excuse. I hate using those excuses. Yeah. But sometimes it's just like all right, I need to give myself this break from the gym yeah. for a little bit. So, so I'm gonna come back and. I I know I'm always gonna go back, and I think that's what like like uh, like ten years of going does to you. Like yes, you said, like yes, I feel yes. sick almost when I'm not when I'm a month off. You're I can never now. go more than a month off from the gym. I start feeling like sick. Like, yeah. I start feeling like I, I I start feeling I deflate. I start feeling skinnier. I start feeling just like Absolutely. like I, I just need to get back in. It's man. a real thing. And, and yeah. one other thing I am gonna say that it's not like always gung ho gung ho, right? Yeah. And just like I use in that analogy of the highway, I mm. think. It's really important for those that don't or haven't before to extend yourself some grace. Yeah. To know, to know, like, okay, I'm going through a time in my life right now where I can't commit to the five days. I can't yeah. commit to the one hour workout, yeah. but I can do the thirty minute workout yeah. right now. Yeah. You know? Or like the three days. Or, or I'm off for this month right now. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, this is gonna be my plan when I do go back to the gym. I'm not gonna try to go back to five days because I've been out for so long. Yeah. I'm gonna just do the the three days a week. 30 minute workout. I'm gonna go for a walk on my lunch yeah. break. Instead of me taking my lunch and eating in, I'm gonna go outside. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm gonna have my lunch break outside, meet up with some friends, go for a walk or something like that, and mm -hmm. then and then come back. So number one, I would I would say for anyone that is restarting a health and fitness plan, extend yourself some grace. That's number one, mm -hmm. right? You're gonna get back to it, but then after that, come up with a plan that's realistic for your goals. Yeah. Based on where you are right now in your life. So one other thing, I also just had um, my dad's been in the hospital. Oh, sorry right? to hear that. So man. yeah, my sure. dad's been in the hospital for yeah. some time, battling with some health issues and things like that. Mm -hmm. So again, it was some days we have to reschedule this podcast. Yeah. We have to reschedule this podcast yeah, for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so sorry about there, that. There were some days he's doing much better now. Good, he's good, doing good, better good, now. Yeah, he's yeah. still in there. He's getting getting help that he needs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But. You know, this is, is this is real life. Like we're at that age now where it's like our parents are getting older, things like that. We were in relationships, we got careers. We're becoming like the that. parents now. Yeah, you like, know, we're becoming the parents. Life is so changing. Things are different. So yeah. you gotta extend yourself some grace. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not I'm not gonna look like that high school guy. I would love to. <laughs> yeah. But I also have a whole family now. Yeah, exactly. And a car. So exactly. I'm not walking as much. Like, exactly. And a car. I, like, exactly. Let's be real. I'm not walking yeah, every, everywhere yeah. and catching the bus. Yeah. So I'm burning way less calories. That's why the food is important. Bro. That's why the food is important. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, that's funny though. But yeah. No, that's that's cool, man. That's, real that's, stuff. Yeah. So like um, you know, going back to being a father, right? Because I know Father's Day is yeah, coming up and yeah. stuff. And like just uh to ask, like, you know, what type of meaning do you feel like your son has brought into your life so far? Oh man. First of all, it's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal to be a dad. Yeah. Like it's unreal to bring life into this world. Like I literally look at him like, oh my God, you're you're real. Like 
<laughs> Me and your mom brought you here. Like I made you. Right. <laughs> I made you. Like um so I look at him every day and I'm just so grateful for him. Yeah. Um I think that for me now seeing him mm-hmm. and, and being an entrepreneur and, and running like multiple businesses at that. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I we do real estate. My wife does Airbnb, like nice. I'm working on other other projects. You know, I have my fitness business, mm-hmm. um, online coaching and things like that. Yeah. So for me now it's like I need to think about ways or get my business to to the point where it's running autonomously or running on autopilot mm-hmm. so I can spend as much time with them as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's in my mind right now. Like, yeah. what shifts do I need to make yeah. time-wise? You know, those mm-hmm. workouts now. Those workouts can't be three hours. That's less, yeah. that's less time for me to be with my son. Exactly. You know, so now I just need to do a... A thirty-minute workout. It's like a priority. You gotta like prioritize. You gotta prioritize. Gotta schedule yeah, those yeah, things. So he's stuff. he's helping me to. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't even know yet, but I'll let him know. But uh, <laughs> he's he's, helping he's, he's helping me prioritize time a yes. whole lot more. Yeah, you know, because I want to be there Same. and spend more time with him. Same. That's he's a father. Yeah, That's he's helping stuff. me. He's helping me budget money more. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, because I know college is gonna be a gazillion dollars by the time he's ready for college. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> like, hopefully, it'll probably be free. Oh, free, maybe. We don't know. Just in case it's not. But the way it's trending right now, it's like looking to. A million dollars as class, yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. but um, so so that's what that's what's happening with mm-hmm. him being there, um, and it's also helping. Um, I know something that we probably will touch on, touch on things like that, but mm-hmm. it's helping me be a better be a better husband to my wife, yeah, and, same, and create same. that and create that that like family image, unit, that unit yeah. that he can model. And then he can pass on to his kids. So all of those things I'm thinking about. Yeah, it's a lot, man. Being a father ain't easy, man. No, it's but shout not. out to all the dads out there that you know are there for their kids yes, and stuff. Sir. Shout out to all of them, man. It's really, really appreciate you guys, and it's Absolutely. really important. It's awesome to be a, a dad that cares. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, basically, yeah. So um, what else was there here? Um, you know, I, I, I remember. Lots. Yeah, I remember a while ago you were going to like Dozo to do talks. Oh yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What, what was that about? Like, I, I know like you did like talks at school sometimes. Yeah. Like, what do you go there to do? Like, yeah. So shout out to our, our alma mater, Cardoza High School. Um, yeah. Yeah. We shout out to them. Yeah. Um. So, uh, for me, again, it's about giving back, right? Mm-hmm. It's about giving back. It's a passion project. I love to go to schools, um, and speak to uh, different kids, mm-hmm. um, at the schools. Um, tell them a little bit about my experience and. Mm-hmm. Where it's gotten me now, mm-hmm. you know, I don't feel too like I don't know about you, but or you, Kev, but I don't feel too far removed from how high school students and the things that they probably went through. Maybe there's new things now, yeah. But it's like high school seemed like it was just yesterday for us, you know, yeah. not too, not too, not too yeah. far from 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 uh, where we are right now. Just even though we're much years. older, yeah. Just even though we're much older, but yeah. but I feel like that. I feel like though, there are things that I wish someone would have told mm, me for sure while I was in high school that probably would have gave me a little bit more advantage. I tell that to the clients that all I work the time, with, all bro. The time. Like, listen, you work with even, teenagers, you work with teenage clients. Me, myself, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. fitness, yeah, for sure, for sure. I work with student athletes and things like that. That's but cool. even if it doesn't change them in that moment, at least planting that seed. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, so, that's yeah. so important. Plant at least planting the seed, and mm. then, and if they do something with it, then then great. And if they don't, it's like okay, but at least I told you. Now you now you know, and I share my experiences of not like. Barely passing and things like that. Yeah. And the, the cutting stories. The and cutting the, stories. And the, and the girls. <laughs> and, and all these different things. And prioritizing your time. Yeah. And, and knowing or not knowing what you want to do. So for me, it's about it's about giving back. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's cool. Yes. All right. Um, I'm actually going to be a keynote speaker at uh, the Gateway Program. It's a program in uh, in different schools throughout the country. I'm going to be a keynote speaker for them. Wow. Awesome. Um, June 16th. So that's coming up. But it's something I love to do. Nice. Can people get yeah. their tickets on there too? 
Oh, it's, it's a close thing. thing. It's a close thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a close event. Oh. It's a close. It's a close yeah. event. But they can always book you. They can always book me, and they you can you can always book me. Right. You can always <laughs> book me. I'm always Hit available up. Up. to be booked as long as I'm not with with DJ yeah. uh, with Devon Junior. But um, definitely. But they can also they can also we can share the share the link. But they can also uh, donate to oh, nice. to this program as well. Mm-hmm. So it prepares the students, um, inner city uh, students mm-hmm. uh, for. For, for life after high school, getting them ready for the workforce, uh, things like that, getting them ready for higher education. Um, so we do things like dress for success. We do mm-hmm. things like uh, how to fill out an application. We do things like uh, mock interviews and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's 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 giving them a snapshot of what life after high school is going to be like. Nice. So shout out to everybody in the Gateway Program. Awesome, man. Awesome, Devon. Anyway, Devon, so like, um, is there anything that you want to say that's like motivational to everyone that's out there or something that, for everyone to listen to or to speak towards or any yeah. motivational stuff? Listen, I think that at some point in all of our lives, health is going to be our number one concern. At some point in all of our lives, health is going to be our number one concern. So why not invest in your health right now? You know, health is wealth. Fit is a new rich. Get movement um, to feel better. It's going to help you with your mental state. It's going to help you with your physical state. So I just want to see people see people move better, feel better for as long as possible. Like we don't we don't know how much time we have on this earth, yeah. right? So why not make sure that the time that we do have is spent to the highest ability, to our highest capacity. So fitness is one of the just one of the ways that can get you there. Nice, you know, nice. and through fitness, other areas of your life, um, because how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're able to be disciplined through fitness, if you're able to prioritize a schedule, you're able to do that in other areas of your life. So you know, fitness and new rich. You're like you're like the yes, the like you're like the fitness like Tupac or something. He brought that fire. Yo, bro, just brought up the bandana. Like, what is going on right now? Yo, people say I look like Tupac, so the comments are going crazy. Yo, he said I look like Tupac. That's my man. Had it all up. Yo, Dre was ready for this. Yeah, he was ready. For this. Yo, I had to do it, man. I had yo, to do it. You're nah, like the that's... you're like the fitness yo, Tupac. Man, fitness Tupac. Yeah, like, so. like run with. Me, <laughs> yo, and I'm just as bad, bro. Like yeah. this is terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah Devon, Devon, it was a pleasure having you yo, on the podcast, man. Real. It was a pleasure catching up with you. I hope to see you probably later in the future. Maybe this podcast goes bring further. Back. Bring, bring you back, back as a, as a guest, man. It was Let's awesome. Yo, yeah. man, I really appreciate you coming. I appreciate man. you more. All right, man. Thank you so much. Pleasure Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, yo. Peace out.